morning, church. Good morning. Good morning. Did you see Randy Kirby without a suit on? Anybody notice that today? <laughs> I hope somebody took a picture of that. Yeah, me too. Uh, and Randy, I knew you'd be uncomfortable, so I wore one for you. Um, I like to keep the illusion going. You remember, years ago, you remember Miss Nell? I remember Miss Nell. She supported our work in Tuba City, matter of fact. She I, was I awesome. She raised money. She collected cans. She would be so excited about today and what we're doing today. Miss Nell has gone on to, to heaven. To, she's waiting, preparing a place for us, the great cloud of witnesses. She introduced Mike and I one time. She said, I want you to meet uh, my preachers because we have two preachers. And somebody yeah. said, oh, that's, that's amazing, yeah. two preachers. And she said, we have one country preacher and one sophisticated preacher. <laughs> so I looked at Mike because I didn't know who was who. <laughs> well, I didn't have a problem knowing who was who. I obviously am more sophisticated than that. So. <laughs> so I like to keep the illusion going today. Uh, we're so excited you guys are here. Uh, this is, uh, you know, our, our past uh, days that we've uh, really focused in on mission and today to see all these shirts out here. And those of you who are watching online, uh, we've got a, a room full of shirts uh, that are recognizing what we're trying to do around the world. And that's to continue our DNA. You know, God put something in us in this place in West Monroe, Louisiana. Uh, he planted a dream in the hearts of some people that first started this church is that we want to reach the world Christ, and that has never diminished, is still our goal. I'll never forget when I very, very first time I came here and uh, as a student, and uh, I, I, uh, the whole message from Bill and others were, we want to take the gospel to every man in his own language. And I got introduced to a church that desired to see that happen, even in this next generation. And so uh, the verses, uh, such as out of Matthew 28, where he says, Make disciples of every nation. Literally says every ethnic group. You teach them. You baptize. You continue to teach them. And you, you multiply that out so that the good news goes everywhere. And then out of that, uh, then Jesus' uh, uh, command to the disciples and the challenge to them is you're going to be witnesses. You're going to do this. You're going to be witnesses in, in the area you are in right now, in Jerusalem and in Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the world. And that's what we get to be a part of. We're a part of the very mission Jesus gave the disciples in Acts chapter 1. And the reason it's so personal to Mike and I is our lives and destinies were changed right here. Uh, Mom and Dad came to White Street Road back in the early 70s uh, as brand new Christians, and it changed our family. It changed our destiny. It changed everything. The gospel message. There's a plaque hanging down at Louisiana Tech University in the Louisiana Tech Alumni Hall of Fame. And there's, there's a picture of Dad. And he was the 2014 alumnus of the year. And on that picture it says, duck hunting icon, television personality, which are true. And then it says, servant of Christ. And when I looked at that plaque and I looked at all the other great alumnus, and I, and I recognize many of them, and you would too, they're famous people, they're great sports people, no one else other than Phil Robertson, mentioned the name of Christ on that plaque. And I thought the reason that happened and the reason he was recognized is more than just a beard and more than ducks. It's because God changed his destiny. And he changed our destiny with the gospel message. He changed my destiny 
when I came home to this great place. And it changed mine. I remember when, when I was on the campus at Arkansas State University and Gary Stevenson met me and started sharing the gospel with me. And I had the information, but I didn't have transformation. You know what that's like, right? And so, I mean, I grew up, uh, I grew up uh, going to church, you know. I, I had a drug problem. My dad drug me to church on Sunday, drug me on Wednesday, drug me, right? You know how that is. But I didn't get the, the change of heart till Gary and a couple of others sat down and shared the gospel. And it, uh, I didn't want to do what I was doing at the time anymore. I just wanted to convert people and study the Bible. And that led me to a place I found that was doing that at Watchtree Road. That is our history. You know, in the Revelation uh, chapter uh, 12, verse 11, the Bible talks about that they were overcomers. You overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony. They're out here sharing it. And they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. People willing to lay down their lives. People willing to die for the gospel. I, I want to share with you just how important that is to our DNA here. When I, when I was in school, the uh, guy that was director of the world radio that had only been going a few years was a guy named Hal Frazier. Many of you remember the name Hal Frazier, uh, and all of our older folks remember Hal and how special he was. And when I very first got here, he was one of the first guys I met, and he had me out to a, a chili supper for world radio, and, uh, uh, and I remember being in a devotional together, and he asked me to share some things there. Uh, we were just out at a, at a fish place, catfish place. And so uh, uh, just enjoying fellowship, being together. It wasn't very long after that. Uh, 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 of course, we'll talk, talk, talk a bit more about this story. He, he loses his life for the gospel. But when World Radio started, we didn't know where it would go. We just know we're trying to get the message into all the world. Well, there, I came across a plaque from 1972 it's a letter uh, I think we have it on the screen behind us a letter from China and in this letter of course it's in Chinese and it's presented to World Radio and it says that for nearly a year from a small radio station in Macau the gospel of Jesus has been beamed into red China other than by word of mouth we've never heard from any of the listeners inside China. This last week, we were overjoyed when a letter came to us bearing upon it a stamp from Red China. The letter came from an unknown number of people who simply signed it a group of citizens in Canton. And it read, Every Friday morning, I listen to your gospel program. Your message is very nice and it makes my spirit shake. You make me understand the purpose of life and I realize why we are alive. The day that I listen to your program, I have more strength to work. A part of us work in the daytime and at night are free to listen. We hope we can have the opportunity to listen to you more. We hope you can have a program at night for us to listen to. Good night. It's a letter from a group of Christians that were meeting in Red China. Someone says, My, yeah, but that was back in 1970. Look, that's our DNA. To get the good news out, there are still unreached numbers of people and, then, and unreached in languages around the world. And we met some of those uh, guys that know about those situations when we're in uh, India and in Nepal area. There are still places we hadn't reached yet. Our job is not done. But we had a group of guys that started us off in the right direction with, with messages just like this. 
So the gospel changes hearts and it changes lives. It doesn't matter what language it's spoken in. It has the ability to alter your destiny for all eternity. And that's the beauty of it. And that's why we're, it's important for us to get the message out. To understand that Jesus Christ came to this earth to save humanity. To save us. Any one of us. Wherever we are in this world. Wherever we are across the planet. He came here to give himself on a cross as a sacrifice. The perfect sacrifice. Sinless. God in flesh. And then when they put him in a tomb, it wouldn't hold him. He came forth on that third day. Amen. And so I look across this audience and I think about the 40 plus years I've been here. And I see holes in places of saints that I love and miss. And so do you. But we don't grieve like the rest of men who have no hope. We look forward to that great day of the resurrection. I mean, isn't it going to be something to stand out at Roselawn or some other place and watch what God does? It's going to be exciting. That's what the power of the gospel does. Jesus went back to the right hand of the Father where he mediates for us this very morning. We're perfect as long as we call on his name. And he told the disciples the same thing he told us. I'll never leave you. I'll come back and I'll take you to the place where I'm going. That message changes hearts and lives and destiny. And that's what we're about in one kingdom. So we can never lose sight of the fact of the simplicity of the story of Jesus creates uh, uh, in people's hearts not only the desire to be right with God, but also creates the desire and the passion to help other people find that same rescue and so they can be right with God too. The simplicity of the gospel and keeping it first, 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4, right? It's the first importance. That means there's a whole lot of things that aren't first. I'm not worrying about them too much. I'm worrying about the first one. I want to make sure the good news gets out. Paul was the same way. When, his, when, uh, when Paul and the team of guys wrote Thessalonians, out of which uh, uh, Trent's been preaching so much. And by the way, last week's lesson on hope and everything. So powerful, Trent. Thank you so much. That's what we're about is giving people hope. That's right. And so he says in, in 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 1, verse 2 through 5, We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters uh, loved by God, that he has chosen you uh, because our gospel came to you. Now listen, it came to you not simply with words, but with power, with the Holy Spirit, and with deep conviction. So, um, in about six weeks, Lisa and I will board an airplane, and we will head to Liberia. And there's only one reason you go to Liberia. It's because you love people there. It's not because you're vacationing. It's not because it's a beautiful place. It's not. I mean, it's a tough place to live. And yet, when we go there... And we meet with the brothers, and we see what the power of the gospel does and how it changes hearts and lives. We are thrilled and excited to be even in Liberia. There's a man there named Isaac Day who about 20 years ago came here to WFR. Bill Smith invited him to come and to speak at our 40th anniversary for radio. 
And, you know, I was at the time here, of course, and, and working for you guys, and but unsure about really whether I wanted to keep that going. I was at a place in my life, a crossroads, was ministry what I needed to keep doing. I was just kind of in a dry place. And when Isaac got up and he started sharing about what he was doing at that time in the Gambia, in a country that was 93% Muslim, and yet he was preaching the gospel of Christ. He was so impassioned about it. I mean, it lit a fire in me. And then I realized, we talk about going because we want to impact people, but sometimes those same people come back and impact us. He impacted me. I sat here thinking, man, you're, you're sitting around wondering what I'm supposed to do in this cushy, comfortable place and, you know, great church. And here's this guy that puts his life on the line day in and day out for the power of the gospel. That's what the gospel does. It changes us. It builds partnerships. It allows us to continue to preach the good news of Jesus. That's why I'm going to Liberia. I'm going there because my brother says, we need you to come and we need you to inspire people. Because just when you're an American and you show up, people are going to listen. So I'll go. That's what the power of the gospel does. Back to remind you of when the thing got started, when Hal was our first director. I'll never forget the night the plane went down and he lost his life while on mission for the good news of Jesus. How, how many were here during that time? You remember that? Yeah. Some of you were probably there. I can remember we all went over to his house, lived right up on the corner here. We gathered up in the living room, and it was shock, and there were a lot of tears and a lot of questions. I remember gathering up around Hal's wife, Jeanette, and the family. I remember watching the elders. I was a young guy. I'm watching the elders and, and, and the leaders gather around and pray. And I'll never forget how sobering that was in my heart and mind. But I also will never forget what I thought about a church and a leadership who, even though they run into something like this, the next step was, well, this is, we're just stepping it up a notch toward getting people, getting the good news out to the world. We're not stopping. It had been easy to stop a ministry when a tragedy happened. It had been easy to stop that. Then instead, this thing just multiplied. And the leadership multiplied and, and the appreciation for his sacrifice and what he was all about was getting the good news out there. And I thought, what a, what a legacy that you and I get to be a part of. This is our DNA. This is who we are. We're about people who sacrifice. We're about people who go. We're about people who send others. We are about people, we're about a dream that figures out somehow or another, I want to, Get the good news of Jesus to people as quick as possible. Because people need Jesus more than they need the next breath of fresh air. They really do. And when that has, that has to be my heart, that has to be the heart of this church, that has to be the heart of any disciple that says, look, this thing is worth everything. Everything. If it costs me my life, it costs me my life. But the gospel is worth it. And God will multiply out that kind of sacrifice and that kind of commitment. And it will be done the same way it was done with Paul. That's right. 
power, through Holy Spirit, and through deep, deep conviction. And that's what I love about this church. We've got a video we want you to see. Um, Mike and Robert were able to go to India um, this past year. Works around the world are incredible. And the people that we're able to partner with. So watch this video. Hello. Namaste. Ayubhavan. Namaskar. I am Sanjay Darla. By the grace of God, received amazing and wonderful opportunities from the WFR Church and the One Kingdom to spread the wonderful message of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in India, Nepal and Sri Lanka. And I thank this wonderful opportunity to read from the Holy Bible. Let us read Philippians 1st chapter, 3rd verse to 11th verse. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. Amen. Amen. So that is Sanjay Darla. And uh, Sanjay is the son of One Kingdom Southeast Asian Ambassador Asi Darla. And together, Asi and Sanjay run a discipleship ministry uh, for local church leaders in Nalore, India. Uh, they've been connected with our body uh, for, for over a decade. And you can see it. First of all, I love Sanjay's voice. He has the greatest radio voice, doesn't he? I love it. Uh, he's, he, every time I see him, he just makes me want to hug him. Uh, because you can, you can see, you can feel the joy in his heart when he's reading the word of God. Uh, you can feel the joy. And one of the cool things about the passage that he just read in Philippians, it, it almost feels like, and, and we asked him to read that because it felt like we were the church in Philippi. Felt like he was reading that to us. You know, I thank my God every time I remember you. And, and one of the coolest phrases in that, all my, all my prayers for you, in all my prayers for you, see, I pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel. Partnership in the gospel. You see, the way mission work is supposed to be, the way God laid it out is for us all to be in this together. There are no bosses and no employees. It's a partnership. It's a true, true partnership. And, and Sanjay is one of our partners. And I, and I, I want to tell you what it looks like. What it looks like to be a partner based on, uh, on what Paul is writing to the Philippians here. First, to be a partner, we've got to pray. 
You see, when Paul prays, let's go back to the text, guys. Uh, when Paul prays, he says, I, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for you, not only does he pray, he prays with joy. He prays with joy. We want to ask you again. I want to make it another appeal to you that out in the lobby we have those magnets of all of our One Kingdom representatives. Sanjay's up there. Asi, his father, is up there. Go take a card. Take it home with you and pray over these men and women who are risking their lives. Some of them are risking like it is life or death for them. Some of them are living in countries where they are, they are heavily persecuted. But I think, in fact, I know that you ask most of them, yes, would they like prayers for protection? Sure. But more than that, they want prayers for providence. They want prayers that, that the kingdom is furthered and expanded in their region of the world. They're not worried about their lives. We met with some people uh, a couple weeks ago who, uh, who had received death threats. And, and it's a serious thing when, you, when, you get, when you're sent a picture with a man holding a gun that says, next time I see you, I'm going to kill you. And yet they laughed it off. They said, ah, you know, we'll reach him at some point. It's okay. Because they, they, this means so much to them. It's like, well, it's like what Mike and Alan are saying. It's more, it's more than, than uh, their life here on earth. It's a, bigger, it's a bigger moment. It's a bigger thing for them. And so pray for these guys. Pray with joy. The second thing we can do is connect. You know, if you think about Paul writing the Philippians, he's not writing to a group of people that he doesn't know, right? He's, he's writing to a group of people that he's been there. He went on his second missionary journey, and he stayed there for a while. In fact, he baptized uh, some of the first Christians in Greece, in, in, in Philippi, right there. So he knows these people. When he's writing to them, he can see their faces, he knows who he's writing to. In fact, you can tell it in the writing. Uh, later in this text, he says, I, I, I always, uh, I long for you, right? It is right for me to feel this way about you since I have you in my heart. For whether I'm in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. And then verse 8, God can testify how I long for all of you. He's writing to a people group he knows that he's passionate about. You know, you always grow closer to people that you're connected with and that you're serving with. And so to partner in the gospel, you need to be connected. Now, the world is shrinking. And so some of us are able to go. Some of us are not able to go. But the world is shrinking. Most of the One Kingdom representatives that you'll see out there in the lobby, uh, their email addresses are on that card. Most of them are on Facebook. Uh, That video, Sanjay shot on on his phone, and he he sent it to us uh, by email. You can be connected to the works around the world. Not only that, One Kingdom, we, we, we tell you all about what we're doing uh, through our website. Most of you receive our newsletter. You can stay connected to these works. That's true partnership, knowing who you're praying for. Know the face. Know the face of the names that you're praying for. A lot of them have been here and preached on this very stage. Get connected. The third thing that you can do to partner is invest. Some of you are like, oh, here we go. Here comes the ask. Okay. All right, I'm not just talking about money here. Am I? Yeah, I am talking a little bit about money. But I'm talking about investing your heart. Invest your emotions. Invest your time. You know, I used to be, uh, I used to work with Randy. I used to wear the suit. 
jeans and tennis shoes, I, mean, I think, just suit me better, maybe, Randy, sorry. But I used to be, I used to be in that world, and, I, and I, learned, I learned a thing or two about investing. It is not an immediate return. You know, our culture, our society, that's why we have people that play the lottery. Uh, we, go, we go to the, the boat. I don't want to step on your toes. Okay. We, uh, for those of you in the stock, some of them like to play penny stocks. We want that quick, we want that quick return, right? We want that immediate gratification. But investing takes time. Investing takes time and it takes patience and it takes trust in the Lord. I want to read you verse six. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. You have to trust that God's going to carry on the work. And just like Mike and I were saying, they share some of the history of how we got started, what's in our DNA, who we are. I told you about who this church is. We are a church that seeks to make disciples, love God, love others, and share Jesus, but not just here to the ends of the earth. That's who we are. Let me tell you a little bit about where we're going. I want to share a story. So a couple weeks ago, we sent a team to uh, Athens, Greece, and uh, I, I got a picture for you. Here we go. On, so left to right, I want to share with you some of my brothers. This is from left to right. This is Javad, Murdad, and Aram. Uh, I love Murdad's smile, by the way, in the middle. I, tell, I told him he was, the, they're all from Iran, and I told him he's like the Iranian Keanu Reeves. Can you guys see it? Huh? You see it? Look at him. That's John Wick right there. John Wick for the gospel. <clears throat> Let me tell you something about these men. About a year and a half ago, we partnered with these three men. These guys are from, the, uh, I told you, they're all from Iran. And now they're living in Athens, Greece as refugees. They fleed their country. They sought asylum and freedom and hope. They're searching for hope and they found it in Jesus Christ. Javad, currently, the, the man on the left, he's, he's uh, shepherding over a, a, a small church. Looks a lot like a house church. It's a beautiful church. We got to worship there a couple Sundays ago. But about a year and a half ago, we partnered with these three men on a video ministry. We sent them some cameras. You can see the green behind them. That's a green screen, so they can put whatever they want behind them. We sent some cameras, lights, green screens. And since then... They've produced over 170 gospel and discipleship videos. Not only that, are they they're producing these videos? They they there's they're shepherding over some refugees. There's about a half a million at any given day in Athens, Greece. But these videos are going back to their home countries of Iran, neighboring countries of Iraq, and Afghanistan, some of the hardest places in the world to reach. You think about that letter that Mike showed you. At that time, that was one of the hardest places to reach in the world. But our goal was to reach every nation in every language, and it's still the same thing today. World Radio is still as strong as it's ever been. World Radio is now Ministry of One Kingdom. But radio doesn't always look the same, right? In the United States, World Radio looks more like a podcast. In here, World Radio is a video ministry that's seen on Facebook and on YouTube. And now have tens of thousands of views of Muslims in 
dangerous situation, asking questions about who is this Jesus that you're talking about and how can I get to know him more? Praise God for the work that he's doing. It's not anything that we're doing. It's not anything that they're doing. God is doing it. God is moving through these people, but he has to move through surrendered hearts. That's what these guys are doing. So I want to tell you a little bit about how One Kingdom works. One Kingdom is a separate ministry from White's Ferry Road. Uh, we, your your um, monthly or weekly uh, tithes do not go to One Kingdom. We are 100% donor funded. One week out of the year, today, all of the collection will go to One Kingdom. And we are so excited and we are so grateful for what's going on. But I want to ask more of you. You saw our kids. Our kids raised almost $3,000 for Zambia. By the way, you know these shirts that you're wearing? You funded a world radio program in Colombia for six months. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Put those two ministries together, and just that, we raised $10,000 just outside of what we're going to do this in a second here. But I also want to ask you, to do what Paul did and the Philippians did, I'm going to ask you to partner with us. I want you to partner. And one way you can do that is a monthly or weekly contribution. We're going to collect everything today and everything's going to go to one kingdom and praise God, but I want you to get invested. I want you to connect and I want you to pray for your family all around the world. <clears throat> and one way you can do that, you can give $5 a month, you can give $10 a month, some of you can give 100 or $200 a month. Depending on what your capacity is, I ask that you pray over taking up over, over an offering uh, on a weekly or monthly basis. We're going to take the collection here in a second, but you can go to onekingdom.org. You can use our app. You can go to wfrchurches.org. You click on the menu in the upper right-hand corner. You click donate, and then you select uh, set up recurring gift. It's very easy. And after church, we're going to have some One Kingdom representatives in the back. That'll help you if you're not sure how to do that. They're going to be there waiting to help you uh, set that up. In fact, not to be too hokey, but we've got some One Kingdom mugs, and the first 20 people that sign up are going to get a mug. I love my One Kingdom mug. Mike brought his in church today. Don't spill it, Mike. But we're asking you today to partner. Partner in the gospel. There's nothing greater that you can do than to give everything you have for the sake of the gospel. And that's what we're asking today. So I'm going to pray over our contribution right now. I ask that you search your heart. Decide what's, what's really important to you. And even if you can do $5 a month, that's one expensive coffee less. I ask that you partner with us today. So let's go pray. Father, we love you. We praise you for everything that you're doing around the world, Lord. We praise you for what you're doing in this church. We praise you for what you're doing in this community. You're changing hearts and you're changing lives on a daily basis. But, Lord, I thank you for placing it on our hearts to go reach the ends of the earth. As, you guess, as your son gave us in the Great Commission, we, we seek to make disciples in every nation, in every language. And you're doing that, Lord. And it's not anything that we're doing. Lord, you, it is all about you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. And, Lord, we ask that you just continue. Carry it on to completion, Lord, as you said. We trust in you. Our hope is in you. And we want to dedicate our lives to you. Let our lives 
just speak worship to you, Lord. We give you all the glory and all the praise. We love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said. You have called me higher. You, you have called me deeper. And I'll go where you will lead me, Lord. You have called me higher. You have called me deeper. And I'll go where you will lead me, Lord. You lead me, Lord. You have called me higher. You have called me deeper. Uh, church family, while you are uh, making your contribution, in just a second, I'm going to ask you to give a round of applause. First, to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Second, to all our One Kingdom speakers and staff. Uh, these guys are in the grind, sharing the gospel. And I want you to give your own selves a round of applause for supporting our local uh, ministry here at WFR and worldwide through One Kingdom. Give the Lord, our staff, and y'all a hand clap. Of encouragement. Praise the Lord. To, to, to close out our time together, I want to just point out this sign. I've, I've had so many thoughts pass through my mind this morning. This is the center of everything in the universe of our church and of your life. In John 15, 13, Jesus says, There is no greater love that a person can show another than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. And this this word love is marked with the crown of thorns that Jesus wore so that he could demonstrate his love for each of you and for every human being across the face of the earth. As I close our services today, I'm going to pray. And if your life has not been transformed by the gospel, if you've never responded to the love that Jesus Christ has shown you through the sacrifice he made on the cross of Calvary, we invite you to respond right now this morning. If you have any other need in your life, I invite you to respond and let the love of Jesus transform your mind and heart. And I ask for anybody with anything else that they want encouraged on to share with our leadership or to be prayed over, bring that forward. Thank you so much for your investment in our local ministry and in our worldwide ministry through One Kingdom. Let's bow. Precious Heavenly Father, uh, you showed us the great love you have for the entire world by sending to us your one and only Son so that whoever, anybody across the face of this earth, believes in him will not perish but will have everlasting life. God, if there's someone here this morning that needs to respond to the gospel, I pray that you would just uh, cut their hearts Convict them, God, and strengthen their response. God, if there's anyone here whose life is just in the midst of trial and tribulation, uh, God, I ask that they would be inspired to come forward and be transformed by your love. And I ask a special blessing over our contribution today that the marriage of the, uh, that the message of the love of Jesus uh, would just go forth and transform this entire world because of the faithfulness of this church. God, we love you and thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please stand with me while together we sing.